This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. ...past this season. Right. So if you're at a point where, you know, you're feeling a little bit of pull in that hamstring... Yep. ...and you got the incentives for this year there, you might say, well, I... I want to have a career. I want to have a a, a a career and more money after this season. Yeah. So back to the point. Forget this little nine hundred thousand in incentive money. It's got to. If if I'm feeling anything, you're not getting all of me. Exactly. Because I need to have something going past this year. Yeah. I mean, I think that's the. Um, so I wouldn't be so hell bent on trying to reach these incentives. Right. That you ended up getting. I mean, you had an injury play career as it is. You end up tearing another ACL trying to get to these incentives. You got no season next year. Yep. Now the guy that's got leverage is Zach Martin. He is not reported to camp uh, for the Dallas Cowboys. He's a six-time All-Pro. He's a team captain. Yeah, and their sack rate goes way up when he's out. Yes, uh, and he is, as we've talked about before, scheduled to make $7 million less than the NFL's top paid. Um, they said the Jets, both guards, are paid more than Zach Martin. How is that possible? He And Zach's a 99 on He's considered the best. He gave Last season, he gave up only three sacks on a 96% yeah. pass block win rate. That's eighth in the league, and they play – I mean, you got the Washington defensive line. You got the Philly defensive line. Bro. I mean. He, he's the MVP in terms of their, their lines. and I mean, he, he's what makes it go, their passing game. And the Giants have uh, Thibodeau. I mean, it's not like they're, uh, you know, slouches by any stretch of the imagination. Um, so, yeah, I mean, that's the guy that has leverage, unfortunately. It's the guy that, you know, you can't just easily go out and, and, and your mind. Like, is the difference between James Robinson and Saquon Barkley like that great? Probably not, man. But I can tell you that the difference between Zach Martin and a guard you're about to pick up off the street, that is going to show up in the win-loss. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because one supplements a quarterback, one protects him. You know, yeah. and, and without your quarterback, you have no shot in this league unless Taylor Heineke is your backup. In which case, or maybe Cooper Rush. Maybe they feel good about Cooper Rush if, if Dak gets hurt. He'll come in and lead him to his lead him to a Super Bowl. So that's the uh that's the the latest uh in NFL training camp. We'll see again, as you guys know, I have an under bet on the uh on the Raiders, under six and a half plus one oh five. Ain't nobody got time for that. Worry about that mess. Well, I'm worried about it and I need the Raiders to suck. I mean I, it just, it's like if the Raiders sucked, it would be the best thing that's ever happened to me. Like what's what's the Giants? I'd go under on that one. Uh, I think it's lower than you think. I think it's seven and a half. Vegas Vegas knows what I know. Yeah, they were a fraud last year. That's how good a coach Dable is. If it was eight and a half, you'd definitely want to hit the under, huh? Mm Mm-hmm. Seven and a half is going to be close. Seven and a half is going to be seven. Seven and a half is going to be you know on that cusp, right? Like I could see it. Maybe not. Maybe maybe not. 
So tough situation for these backs. I know they're all trying to meet, and you know the devaluing of the position has got them in a spot where, you know, they're not getting paid like they once did. But it's the it's it's the business you're in now. Yeah. I, don't, I don't see it changing. These owners have made a decision that you don't need franchise backs anymore. You don't pay those guys. Dude, I mean, again, so I'm, how do you change that? And to that point, every other position's gone up, John. Every other position in the league. Absolutely. The numbers are gone. There's only one where it's going down. Like my favorite, my, like I, I used to, like when I became a fan of the NFL as a kid, like the cool thing about the NFL is that there were legitimately 32 running backs in the NFL. Like legitimately uh, a starting caliber guy everywhere. You had you to have one. Yeah. Like you had. Uh, and you, you want know, him to all three phases. Blocking, Cedric pass, Benson. You know what I'm saying? It's the guy I think about. Benson? Yes. R.I.P., by the way. He lost him, and I think it was like a motorcycle accident, something tragic. Yeah, he is strange and tortured life. At yeah, uh, but like uh, Charlie Garner, you know what I'm saying? Michael Pittman in uh, in Tampa, you know, you just had all these uh, random running backs that like would go for a thousand yards, like just because they were fed 500 times a season, you know. And it was like it was fun. It was like fun, like you could just like become a fan of a player because he just was fed so much. And now it's like, dude, I, I again, I I go after it, like it's my it's my sort of mission now. Let's just eliminate two running back spots in fantasy. Like, it's pointless. You can have the three flexes. You can draft running backs if you want and play them in the flex, but don't force us to have two a freaking week, bro. I mean, there's like it's just not possible in this day and age. I think 15 is sort of where you start to get past the, like, you can go down, you could probably find 15, like, good to great ones, mm-hmm. and then you're, like, getting into no man's land after that. So if you're doing a two-team league, like, or a 12 team, uh, 10, 12, 14, whatever, you're getting into this territory, especially in a 14-team league, bro, your number two running back is going to be like the a backup yeah. somewhere. Because everybody's doing a backup in now. Yeah. It's very and, simple. And I just uh, I, I just think that needs to change, bro. We got to evolve with the times in fantasy, man. So if I was the czar of fantasy, that's what I, that would be my but first you're, thing. But you're not. I'm not. Because you, you, you've been irrelevant of late. I, I, again, I, I think that's a little bit strong for you to say. I mean, I, mean I, I, have I, your, I have your record. If I you make the playoffs, I if I make very, the playoffs, not very impressive. You don't have my last year's record, which when I had Justin Fields at quarterback, you know, we made the playoffs last year. So that's what we're trying to build right now. We're in the Penny Hardaway era of our of our our franchise right now. I feel like I feel like adding Coon, adding Gabe Coon yeah. to our fantasy league, that gives us more credibility on a true player. Yes. You know, so he's up the stakes more, a yes. little bit. No, it's so been, you guys that were pretenders. Look, it's nice like to have and, people that want to play. Brad, y'all will you know? fall away. And now I get some real competition in here. Yes. It's you know? it's become less a – Connor, real competitor. Yeah. Because he won last year. 100%. But Gabe brings that real. Yes. Yes. I'm looking forward to competing against him. Yeah, I I, I do. I, he's I like that. a big man, as you know. Yeah, we had a good talk this morning uh, when he was coming in about the future of Memphis football. So – I am very interested to hear what he has to say later on today. He's public. listening right now, by the way. He just texted me. I'd be interested to hear how public that take that you that you had on Memphis football that you told Gabe about. That was not those, how, how public you're going to make that. Well, dude, I mean, look, we 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 have so many intrusive thoughts. Uh, you know, as I mean, you and I are friends, so like we we share things with each other that don't quite make it to the air. Yeah. Would that be fair to say? I bet you. And this so, one and, so never and so, does. what it you're trying to and ever. what you're trying to do now is you're trying to take something that was told to you just privately. Sometimes you well, just it wasn't just told. You told it to Gabe too. Well, yeah, no, it's true. But like some sometimes you you say things and you like a test balloon. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and you we, see how they go over. A lot, yeah. And 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 sometimes they hit. And Big I, twelve coming. Right. And then sometimes they don't. And then those the ones that don't, we don't bring. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, 
in the, in the case of Oppenheimer, right? Trinity was a success. So they went ahead with fat man, little boy. But if Trinity had failed, they would obviously not have done that. Mm-hmm. But for some reason, my failures, you know, have to be brought to the to yours. The, yeah, like you don't bring mine to the table. I've never every done that. damn day for I three hours. Never done that Get in the entirety of this show. Every bet I've missed, every call I've missed, every person I said coming that didn't mm-hmm. hear about it every day for you. I got well. I got people text me about TBT. Uh, they got some. Uh, yep, they got some words for you. Words. Oh yeah. Yep. Fool, I broke it down. I said where this team's going to have issues, yep. Elliot, my concerns, and what happened. Elliot Williams texted me this morning. He said he, he next time he sees you, he's going to have some words for you. He said Adonis Thomas is his best friend. So, And I told Elliot, man, Adonis was one of the few bright spots. He didn't say he was going to have words for of you. Of course but, he didn't. I but, said good thing. You guys yeah. were the ones besmirching uh, oh, the, now the you, great name of no, Adonis re- Thomas. You retired Chris Will into the, into the uh, GM role. You did that. Well, Elliot didn't say no, Will Will is going to his right role, and I'm willing to help in any way I can. Can we why get do, Elliot? Why can't we get guys like Elliot? Well, I don't really get think guys we, like Chris Jones, we don't really and then get a couple Elliot, of bigs we? like we already named the bigs we're going after. We, we got to, that yeah. too: Austin, Tarek. Shaq, Tarek, Paul Diedrich from the Kansas team. Yep, you know, make that right. Calvin Godfrey, don't forget about him. Yeah, nobody want no damn Calvin Godfrey. What about Dom Woodson, I don't know what he's doing right now. I hope he's okay. Yeah. Uh, but he, that would be like he obviously he like the girth of Dom would be like something to, that you couldn't overcome that. Frankly, if you got Jeremiah, Chris, and Adonis out there with some right, you know, yes, decent bigs, you got a shot. I totally. You agree. were up twenty-one in Wichita, right? I you actually, were rolling. Yeah, Jeremiah was really the key. Yeah, he's a buck because bro was playing defense too and getting his hand on everything. I while we're talking. Hope he's okay. Yeah. Hope he didn't suffer some kind of knee injury. Right, because you don't want on that, that to, like, play where he didn't come back too seriously. Yeah. So he's got bigger fish to fry. He's got his career. What's he? Twenty eight, twenty nine. Yeah. Dude's he's a pro. Yeah. You don't want to you know ruin your chances of going back overseas and then the fact that Adonis Thomas is thirty blow your mind a little bit. Like yeah, you're going back to what Jess said when uh you know when these guys you know you're in your thirties now. Yeah. Covered. You're there in their thirties. Yeah. That's it. Reminds you how old you were. No doubt. And how I guess. Doesn't feel like it, but how long ago that was when these dudes were five stars, freaking Adonis, all American, McDonald's all American. He enrolled 12 years ago. If the rule hadn't been there, it'd have been, I promise you, because of his body, he'd gone straight to draft. Yep. Crazy how that worked out. Yep. It it is. And then he ends up going undrafted after that second season. Yep. You know, but again, pro, you know, he's doing what he loves, getting paid for. You think he would have transferred in this day and age? Heck yeah. Dude, Josh lost everybody. Damn. He would have in this day and age. You can leave for the money and Bro, everything you, you else. You are so and right. You got the, and you've got the you are so no right. penalty and transferring. Jo- Joe would have left. Joe already th- twice yeah. was going to leave. Joe would have left. One, the first time, what, in Georgetown the first time? Joe would have been gone. Chris would have left. Adonis would have left. Tark would have left. Man, he would have lost everybody for real. Now, he would have gotten people back on the on the back end, but, yeah, you're exactly right. I mean, that that's true. Josh would not have probably lasted as long as he did. I know what. In this in this era, no way. Because he wouldn't have been able to hold on to that class. Well, then what happens when Josh is asking? Oh, we got a pony up for nil. A little bit different when Penny's asking. When Josh is asking, you right, know what I'm saying? right, 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 right. No, that's interesting. Interesting point. Well, Saquon Barkley's in camp, so adjust your fantasy rosters accordingly. Uh, but uh, no, Giants still gonna finish third in the NFC East. Uh, yeah, might be enough for playoffs, but I, I don't think so this year. Yeah, they'll fit. Yeah, they, exactly. Because Washington will bring up the rear, no doubt. Mm-hmm. They don't, I think they're only favored in two games next year, Washington. Wow. And they and I honestly You're I gonna be fighting them for 
Oh, yeah. Top pick. Raiders, Commanders, Cardinals are your three. Saw a thing this morning, too. You've been counting out them Niners. They're saying if Sam Darnold gets in there. Sam Darnold? You the man that talks about how insulated you are as the quarterback in that situation can is throw he Brock is the Purdy backup in there and be yeah. fine and that if Sam Darnold ever gets in there because of the system and how insulated he Maybe is, he, that yeah. they could be just fine and be right there in, in contention was he, in the he NFC. He was number two, right? Not number one? Or was he number one? What? Sam. In terms of the draft pick. Was he not one? Yeah, I guess he was two. I think, I, I, he was one. Or I don't remember. I don't think he was number one. The Jets had the no, they didn't have the one pick, did they? But I think I think he was I think he went number two. I don't remember exactly the uh, yeah. Sam Darnold's in San Fran, and it, it was like, oh, that's right. He was third pick. I'm He's, sitting up here thinking, you know, Trey Lance, uh, Purdy, but they got Darnold. If it goes to him, to your point about how insulated San Francisco's offense is and how it's all really a product of the system, why couldn't Sam Darnold be in there to plug him in there mm-hmm. and it'd be just fine? Yeah, Baker went first, Saquon went second, and then Sam Darnold went third that year in 2018. So yeah, interesting. Uh, that's a that's an interesting. I, I didn't even so yeah. Trey Lance all the way out. Mm-hmm. That man is gone. Wow. Anyway, NFL man, it's an unforgiving business. Sure, sure is. Uh, Barry Jones going to join us at one twenty-five. He knows a thing or two about a thing or two. So we'll talk to him about all that college football, Jim Harbaugh, and more. Stick around, Jason and John. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over seventy percent of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 90 Turn FM, yes. Hey, see, media days are going on. Uh, and it's, a, it's, it's like a loop of all the other ones, right? Mike Oresco comes out and complains about the Power Five structure and says that the AAC should be viewed as a power conference. And, and, and I mean, you, could just, you could record his uh, opening statement from 2019 and just replay it every damn uh, time, right? I yep. mean, it's the same gist. You know, the, uh, the actors may change, but the movie is the same. So uh, that, that he said that. Just so you know, I just, I just want to keep you apprised of what's going on in Arlington. That's all with him. Appreciate it. And then, uh, and then Ryan Silverfield said, "If I hear Jason say one more sideways thing about me up there in Memphis, oh, it ain't sideways. <laughs> it's straight at you, baby. Straight at you." Baby. He said, "He said, he said, basically, we have uh, we have not earned the right to be picked better than fourth at this juncture." So, I mean, that, in terms of the things that I have seen come across, that's uh, among the most. Um, 
you, you know, interesting from media day so far. You're not going to get into like a, you know, uh, yeah, like all these media days are the same, right? Whether it's AAC, SEC, I hate NIL. I, I hate kids transferring. Blah. You know, all these, all these mugs say the same thing. Uh, in the words of the great Nino Brown, it's always business. It's never personal. Absolutely. And that's how I feel Thank about you, Nino. Silverfield right Nino set Nino set the record straight on yeah, that one. He told Ice T that in the movie. Yeah. You know, he had shot Ice T's mom. Well that 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 that's personal. She was a school teacher. That's very personal. Um no matter what you say, Nino, that is very I I think in this instance it is not, but I think with Nino, you're you're shooting folks' moms. It's, he was just letting him letting Ice T know when I shot your mom is just business, never personal. And that's you know that's gaslighting. For me, that's what it's about with Ryan Silfield. We like the guy, right? I know John loves him, plays cornhole with him every weekend. That said, you got a job to do. Just like Ryan Silfield would say, John, you have a job to do. Mm-hmm. You know, this radio show starts getting real sorry. You come with these lame takes, crazy takes, and you're forced off the air. He can like you, but what you got? Nothing. Right. The product's bad. I can't hold uh, hold things down on my own. Me and Brad can't do it. We need. That's right. You know what I'm saying? Yes. And so, from that standpoint, you got a job to do. We can like each other, but we've all got jobs to do. That, and in this case, his is yes. one of great responsibility, John. Yes. And that responsibility includes not being six and seven, seven and six last couple of years. Mm-hmm. Period. Mm-hmm. There's too much invested. Right. So, the time for words is over. I agree. I I totally agree. Um. I'm trying to think like, you know, it's kind of like John Moran in a way, right? It's like you can say whatever you want to say about, you know, changing and, uh, you know, I, 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 I'm focused on this, that, the other. But until you prove, well, you know, that you can go without it. The product used to create the story. Remember when we do the song and one year we're doing the running back situation because, hell, they're all going to the NFL. Right, so, right. It was unbelievable. Then one year we're doing, you know what? Uh, I think they might go to the Cotton Bowl. John writes a Cotton Bowl song, and you're doing it. The product created that. Right. Right now, Ryan Silverfield's having to create excitement with words because the product hasn't been good enough. Absolutely. In what society do we accept when well, the product is not good enough, John? Well, I mean, I, I wouldn't take this to a societal level, but I mean, I, I hear I hear you. I can't give you any more common sense than this is. I need nine. Okay. And if we're making a song up about this year, what are we doing, Seth? I mean, I think it's like a, uh, it's like a, it's a somber song. And it's sad how, right? It's the like songs a, used to be things that created excitement. They were fun to do. Can't even do it. Can't even come up with one now. Yeah, I mean, it's got to be like a "This is it" type of beat. You know what I mean? Like, this better be the time. I don't know, like what, uh, what, we, what we'd go there. Like what uh, song we'd do? But it would something be, about right now. It would be like a challenge of. Uh, it would be a challenge as opposed to like a, a you know, hype song. Like get it, got to get it right, man. Get it right, get it tight. This getting some to some join the revolution level. Let me tell you that. I, I don't even think it's that level. I mean, in terms of, we we like, he's not at least there was a campaign there. Uh, do we know what the what was the marketing campaign last year? I don't know. We're still doing stripe up or something. Okay, we got to get a new one, dude. I mean, it was stripe I feel him like up that was, was like a Hills. yeah. I think he had something. Did he? I mean, I, I honestly, they got about eight, nine, ten different uniforms over there. Well, yeah, that's a good thing. That's a that's a positive. We need that. Winning them. Well, we're trying, right? I mean, we have, how many leads they blow last year? Too many. Yeah, they were, so they were winning at one point in them. My um, God, get the run game straight. They didn't lose, Jason. They just ran out of time. 
That's what happened. Bro, did he take you and hit you with that Will Smith uh, men in black light when y'all were playing cornhole and you forgot everything? No. Absolutely not. Okay, then. Then stay with me. I'll let you know when the the wind changes with the boosters. That's That's my obligation to you. Past that. I'll let you sit up here and demand 11 win seasons. Don't put me in a position where I'm having to root against this team this year. I'm not putting you in any I don't position. want to be there. No, I'm not putting you in any you need. But you know if I feel like it's the best thing for this program, I will do it. Okay. Because we did it with Tubby. Well, Tubby was uh, – yeah. Tubby wasn't recruiting. He wasn't. He didn't have anything going with attendance. He don't don't turn me on these young men. Don't turn me on this football team. And it's, and it's basketball where the expectations are higher. So, anyway – uh, interesting stuff there from Media Day. We'll come back. Barrett Jones is going to join us on the other side. We'll talk to him about SEC, uh, Jim Harbaugh's potential suspension, Nick Saban, all that and more. Stick around. Jason and John, 90 Channel FM, yes. Hey, everyone. Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us, and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Barrett Jones is a product of ECS here in Memphis. Went to Alabama, won a lot of games and a lot of championships, and he joins us now. What's up, man? What's up, guys? How we doing? So it's been um, too long. Been too are long. You, we missed uh, you. Are you? What, what's the plan for uh, uh, media man Barrett Jones? Have you left that life completely behind? Are you like what's the what's the schedule look like so far? No, I've left it completely behind. It's a uh, it's that's a tough that's a tough life, man. You guys. You guys live that life, kind of. It's, it's a grind. Man, stop. Our uh, our life is a lot easier than than that life that you're talking about. I, I only did it for one game last year, uh, just as a fill in, and that was fun. And if they need me for one game fill in this year, maybe I'll do it again. And actually, it was the Tennessee Alabama game. So what a one game to do. That's right. Uh, but I uh, no, I'm I'm I, I uh, people were always like, do you miss it? I mean, of course I miss calling the games, but there's a lot more to it than just calling the games. I don't miss. Uh, you know, flying and traveling and uh, having to be away from my family for 17 straight weekends—that's that's a hard that's a hard sell when you got uh, two young kids and and hopefully we'll have a couple more maybe. So you know, it's a it's a, it's a time it's a good time to be home on the weekends and uh, be able to hang out with family. CSPN's loss, the fact that we don't get you well, monthly, but your I happiness have, is what's I important. I might have gotten canned anyway with all the other people. You know, who knows? Even they're probably not. They weren't paying me enough to can me. They 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 pay, they uh, canned some guys that were making some. Some serious cheddar up there. So, but you would have, uh, you would have eventually been one of the cuts. Oh, you were like, you were like forecasting the future, right? Like you would have been making so much money that in, in the butterfly effect, you would have gotten cut later on. So you're just mm-hmm. saving yourself the trouble. There you go. Well, it's okay. You know what? It's uh, it was a good run. I had five years, and uh, now I just get to be a fan and occasionally talk to you guys and pretend like I still know what I'm talking about. That that is exactly right. Um, all right, there is a, there is a lot to get to. Let's start with uh, your old pal. Jim Harbaugh. Uh, sounds like he's going to get four game suspension here for uh, for lying to the NCAA. What's uh, what is the 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 message here? What 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 should coaches look at this and learn? Uh, is it just as simple as like don't don't lie to the NCAA? I just I'm honestly didn't know people got in trouble anymore. I mean it's kind of been a while, <laughs> you know. Like do, I'm, do they even still have power? Like I, I'm kind of kidding, but I, I'm really surprised that. Uh, 
So it must have been kind of bad. You know, I, I thought they for, just uh, existed to come after Penny, uh, honestly, like, and that was really their only obligation at this point. I thought they really just existed to run the NCAA tournament. I mean, that's that's my <laughs> understanding. That's Seriously. the only time you ever see, uh, you know, they, they they run and run commercials that say ninety nine percent of student athletes go pro in something other than uh, sports. So we've, that's that's the second longest uh, running ad campaign behind uh, Got Chicken. So uh, the uh, yeah, I I don't know. Uh, I, I think Jim Harbaugh is a guy who has marched to the beat of his own drum for a long time and has. Pushed the envelope and blat- pretty blatantly just kind of, uh, you know, been like, uh, I'm trying to think of the Disney version, you know, screw you to the NCAA for a long time. And so, yeah, I guess finally I caught up with them with four, four games. You know, I haven't looked at their schedule yet, but I bet, I bet they're back weighted. It probably won't even matter that much. Oh, yeah. It's like uh, it's East Carolina, UNLV, uh, Bowling Green, and Rutgers. Yeah. So I think, I think they'll be all right. I think they should sweep through there and be fine. Uh, you know, but yeah, I mean, it, it is significant. I think honestly, just to see, we haven't seen anything like that really in a long time. In fact, I'm trying to remember the last time a major college head coach got suspended like that. And I really can't remember it. So yeah, I guess the message is don't lie. Uh, you know, there's, there's, there's hardly even a reason to lie anymore. I mean, you pretty much can just tell the truth about all that you're doing and no one really cares that much. So, exactly. uh, I, yeah, I guess, uh, it's funny, like all the things people get in trouble for, a lot of things they're getting in trouble for now are things that even in today's world wouldn't be that big of a deal. But uh, I don't know. The, the state of college football, honestly, is stressful to me. That's, that's my, my number one word. I think about being a coach right now in college football, and it sounds miserable. Like I still love college football. Don't get me wrong. I love watching it. But being behind the curtain and talking to some of these guys and hearing just how miserable they are, with all the different things. And, and, you know, I've heard there's some hope maybe with some of the negotiations going on in Congress that maybe they'll get some of this stuff figured out. But, man, it just it is, it's tough right now uh, when you just have complete open market free agency at all times. Uh, that's, that's and I, yeah, I know they have a period now. They can't, I guess not at all times, but uh, several times a year. That is, that's, that's very hard. And, and it's turned into pay for play. We all know that. Uh, is it good for some of the kids? Yeah, but it, it, it makes it miserable in the coaches. There's no doubt about that. And I get, look, I know what you're going to say, uh, hey, the coaches can leave anytime they want. That's true. Uh, but, man, it, it's it's really, really hard right now to be a coach in college football with all the change going on and uh, just the mentality of, of college athletics that currently exists. Well, and this is where I'll come to Ryan Silverfield's defense because I've been tough on him. I'm a man, John Martin, saying that, you know, saying I'm, I've, I've turned on him and everything else. I just think it's an important year. You know, it's pretty much been spinning your wheels here the last couple of years. But back to the NIL point. Now, I can sit there and listen to Lane talk about it, and you're right. I mean, it's it's pay-for-play, it's wide open, and that's got to drive you crazy. But when I think about the guys that are truly struggling, it's a, it's a silver field that's, you know, his tight end, Caden Prescorn, that you've developed from a quarterback to this outstanding tight end, Ole Miss dropping 400000 for him. And, you you know, that's struggling with it, whereas – you know, at least with Lane, hey, they're they're aggressively doing it. It's like fine moms. You can complain about it, but right now you're thriving in it. So I'm I'm with you. I just I feel more for those those lower tier coaches that are just trying to hold on to the guys they've developed themselves. And that's that's the one area where I'll defend Ryan on. Yeah, I mean that's tough. What Lane's got, hell, hell they're, they're writing the check. But for Ryan, you can't keep them all. Well, I think it's it's relative. You know, I yeah. mean, look, yeah. Lane Lane's. Lane's looking at A and M, and they're you know they're fun, and right. he doesn't have very much, and and Silverfield obviously doesn't have as much as Ole Miss has. So it, it definitely, I think, 
if we are going for parity in college football, to me, this uh, this is not ultimately going to end in parity. In fact, it's going to be the exact opposite. I mean, yeah. just with the way it's set up, you know, anybody who has a good a couple of good years, like a, a guy like my first guy that comes to mind, a guy like D'Angelo Williams, like he would never have happened to Memphis. Exactly, Friday, you know? not a chance. That would be he would have had one great year, and and what big SEC school would have come snacked him up for a couple hundred grand? Yep. He would have been gone, and so that that is really hard on those kind of programs. I totally agree, and. I, the problem with all this, though, is I'm a big believer that it's hard to complain too much if you don't have solutions. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't really hear good solutions out there, myself no, right. included. I, I don't know the answer to any of this because, you know, it, the other side of the spectrum is it, it does feel very un-American to go back to the old way where, right. you know, the schools are getting to sell their jerseys and all of, you know, yep. all that stuff and, and the guys aren't getting anything. So I don't know. I don't know how to – I don't know the answers. And so I, I almost – I hesitate to complain too much because I, I don't have anything to offer. I haven't, and I really haven't heard anyone else offer. Right, Aaron, we're all saying well, very they, intelligent and, and, and well thought out yet. So mm-hmm. I don't, I don't know what to do. There, there's no uh, putting the toothpaste back in the tube at this point. Once you've, you know, uh, gotten to this point, I, I do think it's a, it's a two pronged you know, issue. And, and, I, and, I'm, and I'm a player empowerment guy. Like I'm like, yo, get what you can get, and you deserve to go when you can go. But I think the, the 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 reason why NIL is as exacerbated as it is is because we've done away with the transfer penalty on top of that, right? So now you just sort of have these two different things colliding where, you know, yeah, you can get NIL, but if you still had to sit out a year, that would still deter quite a bit of those guys who would otherwise think about leaving. Now if the, both of those things are taken off, like schools like Memphis, you know, and, and you know, Boise State and, you know, all these – like even a Danny Wimprine, Barrett, like would have gone. And, he, like, he, he was he's, – he's great. But, like, he wasn't D'Angelo Williams. Like, Memphis would have lost all those guys under under these new set of rules. And and I, I, I don't want to say, well, you can't transfer now because that would – I think that's the same way. Like, you should be allowed to go. But I think it's both of those things sort of coming together that is creating this chaos. I totally agree. I think you're exactly right. You know, and but you're right. I mean, again, back to what we just said. I mean, it, it, are we going to walk that back too? I mean, I don't know how you walk. I don't know how you walk back again because the retort will always be, "Well, coaches can leave anytime they want," and that is true. We've yep. seen that. So it's hard to walk back allowing players to leave at least once. You know, maybe yep. you say, "Okay, it's only one time," which then people are going to start recruiting the transfer market harder than they recruit the high school guys. It's happening. At least yeah. they got those guys locked up. Yeah, right. So I don't know. I don't know the answers. And, uh, you know, I guess the only answer that I've, I've been able to come up with is not an answer I like, but it's an answer of just, hey, the top uh, couple conferences essentially are going to separate off mm-hmm. and make a, a, a professional sports league of, of sorts. I mean, you could still mm-hmm. have the guise of calling it college football, but, you know, you'd have some kind of structure, some kind of contract, you know, some sort of legal binding agreements between the schools, between the players, between the sponsors that – you know, held guys there for a certain amount of years. And again, obviously now we're just talking about a, a feeder, a feeder NFL league sort of. Uh, so I, I don't, that there's, that presents a lot of problems too. And I, again, I don't have all the interest to go along with that, but it's, it's hard for me not to see it eventually getting there because the thing that hasn't changed is the schools are still making a ton of money. Yep. You know, a lot of this money isn't really coming out of the school's pockets. You know, maybe it's, maybe they're getting less booster money because maybe now it's going to the players. But still, all the revenue they're creating off these sports, they're still getting the revenue, you know. So there's still a massive pot of money out there that's relatively untapped, uh, especially with a lot of these TV deals. And that's the other thing that's happened is that the schools have basically said, okay, if the players are going to get as much money as they can, you know what, so are we. Yeah, I mean, that's what the conference essentially have done. Let's quit pretending 
we're the Big Ten, we're going to go out and get USC and UCLA. Does it make any sense geographically? No, it makes no sense. But it's more money, right? I mean, we're, we're, let's stop pretending. If y'all are going to stop pretending, we're not going to pretend either. So and no one's pretending anymore. And ultimately, to me, that that's going to eventually end in, in some kind of league being formed, some kind of contract. Because, again, even though it's great for the players right now, comparatively to how it was, I mean, there's still a massive amount of a, a revenue pot out there that's that, that's pretty untouched. Bear, what's this Alabama quarterback cake going to look like once it's uh, once it's baked? And then you, having specifically, you know, played at this level, seen it done in Alabama. When did you know that you had the right guy under center? Was it a was it a swagger? Was it the uh, you know how quickly he's making decisions? Who's going to be that right guy for Alabama? And when did you know you had the right guy under there? Yeah, it's a great question. Uh, you know, first of all, let me say that knowing Nick Saban, Nick Saban wants to have a guy. Okay, he's not like he wants to have one guy going in. So the fact that he doesn't have a guy means that he doesn't know who the guy is. You know, I think it's it's obvious that when you have a quarterback in the off season, everything runs smoother. It's just a fact that if you have a, a a known leader, a guy who can hold people accountable, it helps your you know, off-season, seven-on-seven, all that will run a lot smoother if you just have a, a person yep. who you know because that person is a de facto team leader. The quarterback is always a, a team leader. And so when you don't know how a guy is, it is. I think it's a little harder. It's a little harder to kind of operate, and you have to have some other guys step. It's not impossible. Other guys have to step up around him. So that's the first thing is he wants to name a guy. Mm-hmm. So the fact that he hasn't means that it's truly – he truly doesn't know. Uh, and, and, you know, we had the situation uh, one year when I was playing. I think it was my third year – 2011 where it was a quarterback competition and ultimately A.J. McCarron won. Yep. Uh, but the first game, they each did three series. And, and you know, it was really kind of like a game day audition going into it where they both went in and played. So I, there's not one answer when you exactly you know who the guy is. I do think that in most battles, guys have an inkling. Like, I think we all had an inkling that was probably going to be A.J. McCarron when, when uh, we were playing. And so there's a chance that guys have an inkling. But it's just hard to know. Because, again, quarterback is a very hard position to fully simulate. And the reason is because the quarterbacks, uh, much to my chagrin, and I always like to get, give them a hard time for this, but they, you know, they wear a different color jersey at practice yeah. because they don't want to get hit, which I get. You know, I'm not saying it's, you shouldn't let them get hit uh, in practice. But, but when those live bullets start flying, it's a whole different ballgame. It's a lot different when you have guys running at you that can hit you. You can't just sit back there in the pocket for 10 seconds, take a sack, and throw a touchdown pass like you can in seven-on-seven, seven, you know. So it, it, you just never fully know how a guy is going to react until you put him in that situation. I think that's why it's so difficult sometimes to really name a guy because some guys, it goes both ways. Some guys who are maybe not quite as good in practice, when they gather in the game, they all of a sudden have a different gear that they sort of naturally kick it into, whereas a ton of guys, probably the, the more common thing is they're very comfortable out there wearing the non-contact jersey, but all of a sudden they start seeing ghosts. That's what you call it when they move around in the pocket for no reason. Uh, when, uh, when when the live uh, live defenders are coming at him. So you just don't know for sure. We're talking to Barrett Jones here, uh, former member of the Alabama Crimson Tide, alum of ECS, multiple-time uh, national champ here on the show. As an Alabama alum, Barrett, does it, does it make you sort of roll your eyes uh, as, as somebody that came through that program and, and, and is so close with Nick that the nation seems so quick to um, you know put him behind Kirby? Uh, I mean, I I respect what Kirby has done, and I think he's earned his his place, you know, in, in the in the hierarchy for now. But he hasn't been doing it anywhere nearly as long uh, and, and as successfully as Nick has. So do you do you sort of roll your eyes at just the how quickly you know people sort of change their energy in in this college football thing? 
Not really, honestly. I mean, that's just that's just life. That's the reality of college football. It's what have you done for me lately? I mean, now if you start saying, I don't think anyone's out there saying that Kirby Smart is a, a better all-time coach uh, than Nick Saban. Uh, that their resumes are, are close right now. But look, I mean, at, at this very moment, Kirby Smart is the dominant coach in college football. There's no doubt when you win back-to-back national championships. There's just no argument there. Uh, and so, you know, obviously he's a lot younger. He's recruiting really well. There's a lot of a lot of great things Georgia has going for him. I definitely think that the people that are, you know, sort of have Alabama left for dead, uh, that's, that hasn't worked out for them. That's happened like five or six times, and it's never really gone well for people. I think there's a great chance that they've got another run or two left in them before Coach Saban walks away. Because obviously there's still a ton of talent there. But, man, you can't deny the way Georgia has it rolling. To lose as much as they did a couple years ago and still come back and maybe even have a better team this past year, I mean, there's there's a there's so much talent there right now, and and so much chemistry, and and even despite some of the negative things that happened, there's just so many good players there, and and a system that guys believe in. Uh, I mean, you'd be dumb not to pick Georgia every year right now, just like you'd be dumb not to pick Alabama a couple of years ago. So from that standpoint, I understand it, uh, because again, back to back is that's that's a real thing that hadn't been done uh, since Nick Saban did it in eleven and twelve, and it's a it's a hard thing to do. Uh, certainly firmly affixes you on the top of the, the college football heap. What happens with Hugh Freeze and Auburn? Give me a prediction. I have no idea. It's, that's a great question. I've, I've really been thinking about that a lot in offseason. I, I think that it really could work. Um, mm-hmm. You know, college football has just changed a lot, like we're talking about. I, I, think, um, I think that one of the things that's going to happen with this whole NIL thing is I do think there's going to be a little bit of a shift uh, if, if it stays like it is right now with just where some of the – uh, the best teams are. I think Georgia has benefited hugely. There's obviously a huge revenue source there being the only show in Georgia. You have Atlanta yep. uh, not too far away with a ton of money uh, coming in. So there's there's plenty of dollars there. Whereas uh, a state like Alabama, first of all, there's not as many dollars as a state like Georgia. And then, you know, you're roughly spent, let's just call it 60-40 maybe, Bam at Auburn. So, you know, that, that just makes it harder. That's just going to make it harder in this day and age to succeed when you just have less dollars behind you. Uh, because again, we we've all are sort of acknowledging now that the, those with the uh, the gold are winning right now. You see A and M, some of the classes they have, even though they haven't turned into wins, there's so much money down there. So uh, I think that will make it a lot more challenging than it would have been four or five years ago. Uh, I do think Hugh Freeze is a, is a pretty good football coach, though. So uh, I, I certainly wouldn't take him lightly. I think they'll 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 definitely pull off at least one crazy upset this year that you didn't see coming because most people have them, you know, picked either sixth or seventh in the West. So I don't think the expectations are very high. Uh, so I do, I feel pretty good about them finding some way to have some upsets and exceed expectations and, you know, get things started in a positive direction. Barry, good stuff as always, man. Thank Thanks you for the so time. much, brother. All right, guys. Have a good one. Yeah. He is Barry Jones, uh, Alabama Crimson Tide ECS product. Uh, always do enjoy uh, those visits with him. Good stuff. We'll come back, wrap this up on a Tuesday. Jason and John, ID Turn FM. Yes. Did y'all boys not get the memo? The best wings in Memphis can only be found at the Wing Guru. That's been true for a long time, and it's still true today. People come in town from out of town. They've left Memphis. They come back. First thing they want to hit is Wing Guru. And you can say what you want, but the quality is the standard. Those 21 different flavors, honey suicide, garlic sriracha, lemon pepper hot, the triple J, they are unparalleled. 
throughout the city of Memphis, throughout the United States of America. Don't talk to me about a wing capital in this city and that city. The wing capital of the United States is right here in Memphis. That's right. And the reason for that is the wing guru. You got the rest of July to get this fantastic special 20-piece for $18.99. Now, that's 20-piece party wings. That is the July special at all wing guru locations, Mount Mariah, Cairo, Millington, and, of course, the new Whitehaven shop at 4130 Elvis Presley Boulevard. It's a beautiful thing. Wing Guru Groins because this chicken's so good. If you hadn't been there and tried it at this point, you're late to the party. Get into the party. Come to the party. Get under the VIP rope. Come try these chicken wings. Billy Richmond's put together 21 fantastic flavors. Try all of them. John likes the garlic sriracha. I love the Nashville. You already know, bro. Find your favorite. Maybe it's the Triple J. Again, 20 piece. Rest of the month, $18.99. Not going to find better wings at a better price. When you see Billy Richmond. The former Tiger basketball player turned chicken house guru. You tell him Jason and John sent you. Nick Bosa ain't coming to training camp until y'all pay him. How about that? We got to hold out there. That's another guy. They going to get that deal done. But uh, according to uh, according to several reports, Nick Bosa is not expected to be at training camp as he and the 49ers continue to work on a record-setting contract extension, and they do not expect him to be on the field until that deal is done. Um, could very well become the second defensive player to enter the $30 million a year club alongside Aaron Donald. Mm. So if you are like, if you have a choice, if you have a choice in, uh, in the matter, uh, there's really two positions uh, you should try to raise your child, your son to be, and that's, uh, that's a quarterback and that's an edge rusher. I mean, there are some others that you can get paid in, but by and large, like the premiums. Wide receiver. You can be a wide receiver you can get paid yeah. for sure. But there's a lot. I mean, you gotta be great, right? Like you gotta be like even the good edge rushers and the good quarterbacks, like Kirk Cousins, for example, gets paid whatever he gets paid, and he's like just media. I mean, I know he's mm-hmm. got this stat of twenty five touchdowns, whatever. But we know how we know the deal there. Um, don't maybe be running backs. I mean, well, offens- that's the last thing you want to do running back at this point. Offensive line, you know. The, oh, well, yes. It's like still, left you got, tackle. If you got, yeah, if you got Gabe, if your son's Gabriel right. Sane, you're Anthony Sane, right. yeah, that offensive line spot's perfect. Right. Um, so, yeah. Zach Martin. Yeah. Guards um, get paid. Tackles get paid. I mean, it's just uh, and, and Nick Bosa. Because you have to protect that man. Well, and you got to. The gotta, biggest investment. Look, it's, it protecting the quarterback, getting to the quarterback, um, catching the ball from the quarterback. Uh, intercepting that, the quarterback. Things that deal with the passing game. That's exactly right. Because that's right. where we are, that's and that's why running backs are not being paid. Yes. So, so uh, game has changed. What do you think? What What's more valuable in your opinion? In your opinion, not like what the NFL pays, but in your view, edge rusher. Would you have, rather have a great edge rusher or a great offensive tackle? Like, which one would Jason Smith rather have? Give me the edge rusher today. That's feared by that quarterback and can change a, an offensive game plan, right? Know, because you have to account for him, right? Because a quarterback can always like Joe Burrow is a heavy elite offensive line play. Well, he had one of the ter- most terrible offensive lines in the yeah before they went and fixed. But, but it. they've got some really good <laughs> edge rushing, and, and now you need that mobility. Your quarterback's got to have it. So you know you can't be Justin Fields out here where you're not protecting him at all, right? But no, give me the give me the edge rusher. I think still that's at this the, uh, I think that's, that's the right the answer. answer. Yeah, I think that's the right answer in this day and age. It's gonna do it for us today. Thanks, of course, to Barrett Jones for joining us. Thanks to Paul Feinbaum for joining us. Thanks to Jessica Benson. Yep. Big show uh, today. Happy to do it. Uh, it's going to do it for us. Uh, G.I. Jeffrey up next. Don't miss it. For Jason, I'm John. We're off. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, 
celebrity interviews, or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. <laughs> 